Welcome to Thor's Hammer, a roundtable discussion on the Minnesota Vikings by Viking fans from around the country. Each week we gather and discuss and hammer out everything about the Minnesota Vikings. What we saw the previous week, what we'll see in store for the upcoming matchup, and a few surprises on the way. Join us each week as we set sail on a new adventure. It's here, it's Thor's Hammer. Uh, we're taking this show on the road tonight. You can tell we are in some bar outside of Green Bay. I think it's called the Toothless Grin or J Deliverance or something. See a bunch of banjos and uh, canoes in the wall, so I'm sitting down. Uh, let's go around the table and introduce everybody. See a little Georgia Vike first. Hey, Bob, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I like, I like this. Sound good. <laughs> I do or I don't. You, you sound loud, man. Oh, I'm pumped up for this game. It's freaking Packer Week. You know, the border battle. How can you not be pumped up for this game? <laughs> That's because it's Viking Week. You got to get that straight. Well, yeah, every week's Viking Week, but this is the uh, the border battle. The after Packer Week. <laughs> yeah, after let's week. That's right. Yeah, we'll say hello to Jeff. We got Jeff here this week because uh, last week he had to go home because he couldn't uh, drink with the heavyweights. And, uh, you know, Jeff, how you doing, buddy? I don't know if that's quite true, Bob, but glad to be back. <laughs> no, we had some technical difficulties last week and Jeff ran out of time, but it's funny that we say he couldn't handle the, his alcohol with us. <laughs> and uh, new guy on the show again, uh, Papa Scott, how are you, buddy? Thanks, Bob. Glad to be back here on Thor's Hammer. I have to say, I am a little bit nervous being here in a uh, spooky bar here in Wisconsin. I just want to give a shout out to, uh, you know, uh, John and I were on our way uh, up here to uh, Green Bay, and uh, we had not one, but two flat tires on the way. And just want to give a shout out to Ray's Taxidermy Tire Lube Tow and Tax Service for helping us uh, get back on the road and, uh, and get here tonight. All right, way to go, Ray. Thank you. Uh, before we get into this week's show, I want to uh, say something, and I forgot to do it last week because we were quite drunk, and actually started late. But I'd like to personally thank uh, VikeFans.com, actually Mike Olson and Tom Moore, for giving us the opportunity four years ago to uh, start doing this show, and uh, it probably couldn't have been done without them. So thank you very much, guys. Uh, this year we... Uh, we're on going solo and something we needed to do, but thank you very much for all your help. Cheers to you guys. <clears throat> all right, let's get started. Start off 1-0. Not a bad thing. Cousins was Cousins, what we expected was. Uh, Diggs did what he's supposed to do. Same with Rudolph, Thielen. Our running game could have been a little bit better. O-line needs a little bit of work. And the defense had uh, give up a lot of yards, but got a bunch of turnovers as well. So, Jeff, give us a quick breakdown. Yeah, Bob, it's always great to start the season off 1-0. and 
I mean, week one in the NFL is always kind of a bit of a crapshoot. Um, there's a lot of unidentified schemes, uh, both offensively and defensively. So you game plan the best you can, and you really have to show a level of adaptation um, to be able to come out victorious in that first week. I think the big thing um, the Vikings showed is that the offense didn't really start out that slow. Filippo came out with some very good set plays to get the offense moving and get Cousins in rhythm which I think was a huge factor moving into the second quarter. I know the offense went a bit stagnant uh, in the second half of the third quarter, and that's something that's going to have to be resolved going forward. Uh, but the defense looked as good as always, and the continuity they have on that side of the ball was clearly apparent uh, when they came out to the field in week one. I got to agree. I mean, Cousins threw some absolute seeds. I mean, you couldn't have placed the ball better on two touchdown passes. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's what we paid him for, right? I guess time will always tell on that one. I mean, Cousins has always been a sporadic passer. Uh, you come into a game, you give him time, and if he sees the coverage and understands how you're trying to defend him, uh, he'll complete, he'll just chew you up. I mean, he'll throw for 300-plus yards a game. It's really when he gets confused and under pressure, but he makes mistakes, and we haven't seen that side of him yet through one week, which is positive. Well, let's hope we don't see it for uh, a couple years. Hey, don't you think we saw a little bit of that in the last game there in that fourth quarter? You know, Cousins threw a, a pass there towards the end of that game that really could have changed the outcome of that game. Uh, luckily, it wasn't picked off. Uh, I, I think we're trying to you know, too much ball control. Zimmer's famous for that, in my opinion. He gets the lead and tries to just moat the clock and let his defense win the game, which it makes sense if your offense doesn't make a mistake. You're not going to really hit the defense, but I'm more of a guy who, uh, I got your foot, my foot on your throat, let's, let's choke him out. That's me. Well, I think there is um, almost a conflict both in the game plan, I guess, with what Zimmer was thinking, with DiFilippo was thinking in the fourth quarter that led to some of that. Early in the fourth, when they should have been chewing out the clock, uh, they're still playing a lot of up-tempo offense and getting to the line of scrimmage with 20-plus seconds left on the play clock. Uh, which isn't ideal. And then after, um, I think it was the second drive in the fourth quarter, that they did a complete 180. Um, so someone clearly had talked to Filippo about, hey, we just want to chew the clock out here and leave it up to the defense. We don't need to do anything crazy. So although, yes, the offense kind of cooled off a bit, I guess in the second half as a whole, I don't know if I'd necessarily pin that all on Cousins. I think that was more, uh, it was a balance between quarterback, offensive, and offensive coordinator. Alrighty. Well, let's hear from uh, Georgia Vike. Your thoughts, buddy? You know, I, first of all, I'm a little upset that I, I picked the game wrong last week because I truly thought we were going to lose quotes in the air. <clears throat> but no, I was, it was truly awesome to watch the game last week. Uh, it was nice to see Hughes come out there in his first game. Did a nice little pick, you know, easy given, you know, to him. But um, I was I was glad to see because the first three weeks, are, it's so hard to gauge any team to see how they're going to do and what they're going to really be. But you know, week one, hey, I'll take it. A win is a win is a win. I don't care if it's week one or week 16 or week 17, or get the win. So I'm glad against, you know, giving Jimmy G his first loss as a starter. That was, you know, a great thing there. But I'm glad when it started getting a little bit close that they uh, kind of put the you know, hammer down on them and said, screw you guys, we're taking this one. Agreed. How good was it to see Delvin Cook back? <laughs> very good. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, trust me. Watching Delvin Cook... I, was like, I didn't realize how big of a missing piece he was last year to us uh, playing a team like the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. 
just having the, the, his presence alone, I think that game would have been a lot different. Not saying we would have won, but I was saying that the, the outcome would have been a lot different than it was. Uh, quite possibly. I mean, he was on stride. He's been out for a year now, basically. So he has to get back there. He had that one good run that he just would refuse to go down, but unfortunately he fumbled the ball. So from there, I'm sure he's still a little bit rusty. I'll give him like, like week six. I think he's going to be back to what he was last year and more. Trust me, Adrian Peterson looked like he did in you know 2008 last yeah. week. So I'm not I'm not holding too much against anyone who come week one of the season. So. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> no, and you need to kind of temper your expectations a little bit. Obviously, game speed and practice speed are two different, I guess, concepts. So Delvin looked really good. It was positive that he was able to carry the workload that he would. Um, it looks like there's absolutely no restrictions going forward. And in time, he'll he'll really pick up to where he was at the beginning of last season, maybe even as quickly as this week. I'm looking forward to it. But the uh, the other big signing, uh, other than Cousins this year, we had a, a mammoth man named Sheldon Richardson who just imploded that offensive line. I think he was worth every penny we got him for. What do you think, Jeff? Every penny? Every penny, Bob, before you go to Jeff? Every penny? Dime, dollar, quarter. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a large man. Half dollar per pound? Sure. Yeah. Go for it, Jeff. Go for it, Jeff. Quarter. Better? You want a quarter? I don't think we need to settle this argument right now. But <laughs> Yes, we do, uh, Jeff, right now. <laughs> when it comes to Sheldon Richardson, he had a massive impact on the game in week one. He was an entirely different player, and Zimmer even said that to what we saw in the preseason and even to what we saw last year in Seattle. Um, he was aggressive. He got in the backfield. And I think you saw how much it helps the defensive ends and the linebackers uh, when you can get that quick interior pass rush and prevent the quarterback from stepping up. Man, it's nice when the quarterback can't get away from those aggressive ends. Daniil Hunter and Everson Griffin are going to have huge seasons if Sheldon can get that much push up the middle. Oh, can you imagine being a quarterback lining up to that front four, then possibly seeing like Harrison Smith or Barr or whoever on the line as well going, oh, God, they're going to blitz too? <laughs> you know where to go. The craziest thought with our, uh, uh, our defensive front is who's the worst player? You have to pick one. It's insane. They all could be pro bowlers. Pretty much, yeah. The, part, the hardest part is if you had to say Daniel Hunter, isn't that scary? Is that yeah. scary to say Daniel Hunter is the worst guy on offensive line, or deep, excuse me, defensive line? That's scary. The thing, the thing with Daniil is you already saw a little bit this week that he's just let it loose, and I think that's what he has to do. He's going to be crazy effective as a pass rusher um, if he just plays the game instead of thinking and playing his assignments. I mean, his physical skill set and his traits are off the charts. I mean, there's no, I guess, even words or tape you can put on to say this is his potential. It's, it's crazy. Do you, do you believe that Everson's been sitting down with him saying, hey, I'm getting older here, so I'm going to do this. You're going to do this because you're the young guy. You're a little bit faster than I am. But we can come here. We can blow people up. And Sheldon's getting together with Limbaugh Joe and saying, we blow these guys up over here. You're like, well, these guys, like, you think they're like going out to dinner, you know, and, like discussing this stuff? Or is it just me just being overexcited? I think it's probably a little bit of both. I mean, it's always been a give-take relationship when you have two defensive ends. One's always going to push the quarterback one way in the pocket, and the other's going to have a better chance of executing a sack. Um, and that's absolutely true. But 
I mean, you each have to win your uh, your one-on-one -on -one matchups, I guess, at the end of the day. And whoever wins more quickly is going to have a better chance at a sack. But it's a team game. Uh, I don't think either of them are thinking, I'm going to be able to pad my stats this way. Or if I push the quarterback this way in the pocket, it's going to you know, impact the def er, impact Everson or impact Daniel, you know, whichever, whoever's perspective you're talking from. Uh, at, at the end of the day, they have their assignments and the concepts they run within the system, and they're going to play to it. We just have two highly effective players to do it. Well, I do know this much. If they're going out to dinner together, I wouldn't want to pick up that check. Yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. You pick it up, you bring them home in your Lamborghini, Bob, and you just go have a good time, all right? I, I can do that, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, guys, we're here for one thing. It's Packer Week. F the Packer Week. Bat border battle, whatever you want to call it. We'll see, John, get, grab the waitress, let's get around over here, over here and let's get going. We're know, gonna... I can't really say I can't really say what you just said here aloud, Bob, because uh, we might get kicked out of this joint. Now they might uh, spike our drinks. So um, uh, I'm on. <laughs> I won't say those words because even if I hint at those words right now, that yeah, we're getting 86 of this Packer bar. So, but no, it's uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm there's two things. I'm upset it's week two, but I'm excited we're planning in Green Bay early in the season rather than the middle of December end of December. So I'm yeah, like week really... 17, like normal. Exactly, which has been ridiculous. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, come week two, in my personal opinion, we don't really don't know what any team is. So win or loss is, you know, what are we? What, what is this team? You know, so I'm 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 looking forward to it. I'm hoping Aaron plays this week because I think this whole thing that McCarthy's putting out about him oh might not be playing. That's BS because you know he's gonna play. So. But I think Green Bay, that the comeback win that against Chicago last week is an anomaly. And I think we're going to beat that ass, Bob. What do you think, man? I want to see Linval Joseph and Sheldon Richardson at the same time fall on top of Rodgers. I'll take the 15-yard penalty. Yes, I'll, I'll take a 30-yard of that one. Hey, I'm just tired of all the slobbering of the announcers about him. I mean, Chris Collins worked the other night. The heroic, really heroic. Man, Joe Buck's even worse. I mean, that's not heroic. Is, is this the game of the week? Uh, no, it's a, it's a uh, 12 o'clock start. It, it is, on, I'm saying. On is, Fox. Is, is Buck and Aikman going to be there, or what's going on with that? No. No. Thank God, no. Just right. average nobodies? Yeah, a bunch of nobodies. Thank God. Right. So we'll, we'll have right. some new slobberers, you know. New <laughs> slobbering guys. Exactly. At the line up. Yeah, that's right. The, the box will be breaking them in. So, yeah, you just kiss their ass and be all good. Yeah, you got to say this about him, this about him, this about him. Make sure you kiss his butt quite a bit. Exactly. Okay, boss. <laughs> All right, we say we break it down. Um, okay, let's break it down a little bit. All right, John. Uh, let's go me and you. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, think, I, think, I think Jeff had to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, go for it. You know, trust me, I don't get the quite empty inside that Jeff has to offer, but I'll give you anything that some guy sitting in a Packer bar can give you. Yeah, he's back. I'll be washing his hands. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, you clean those hands off? Tried my best, but I mean, we're in the state of Wisconsin. Nothing's too cleansly. <laughs> <laughs> There's the love. There's the love. That's right. That's right. All right, Jeff, uh, we're going to start breaking down this game. What, what do we have to do to win this game? You know what? That's a tough question because you don't know what state Aaron Rodgers is going to be in. I think... That's my job. Ask the tough questions, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think on the defensive side of the ball, you have to assume Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be escaping the pocket. So it's going to really come down to how well they can cover uh, the short to intermediate passes. They're going to do a lot of quick uh, quick toss throws and hope the receivers can run after the catch. So tackling is going to be the utmost importance um, and preached by the Vikings defense. But I think offensively is probably the better question because they're going to have to put up some type of points to win this game. And I think the key is really going to be Delvin Cook. I think the speed that he shows is going to have uh, create a lot of mismatches with the Packers linebackers um, and in a sense almost negate the pass rush a bit maybe in an ideal world. Um, I, I think this is more of a game they're going to rely heavily on Latavius Murray and Delvin Cook um, to really keep moving the chains and keep the drum beating as they move the ball down the field. Um, but it'll take a throw or two by Cousins here there who's actually had some good success against the Packers in the past. So yeah, at the end of the day, uh, run the ball hard, uh, protect the rock, don't turn the ball over, and, and the defense should be able to hold Rodgers and the Packers offense to at least you know, an average number of points that the offense isn't going to have to turn in, into a shootout by any means. Hey, Jeff, do you see Zimmer bringing in extra D-backs in this game to combat uh, the throwing of Rodgers? I, I, I'm interested to see how that ends up working out, I guess. I think the Packers may, or the Vikings may try to drop both Daniel and Everson uh, into coverage a little bit, surprisingly, uh, and try to generate pass rush in different ways with some linebackers uh, just to take away those quick slants and quicks outs or at least make Rodgers throw it over or past a, uh, a defender or a body, which I think would prove to be more difficult. I mean... So you really think Rodgers is going to play this week? Uh, you know, I, I think... The whole idea of whether Rodgers or not or will play or not, I think, comes down to a few factors. I mean, if he can't make the injury any worse, I mean, he'll give it a shot. But I think it ultimately comes down to if he can protect himself. Um, I mean, you don't want him standing out there because sometimes the injury he suffered last week isn't the biggest concern. It's the concern that he's going to be a sitting duck back there and he's going to suffer, you know, additional injury um, by not being able to protect himself and taking unnecessary hits. Um, but, but as a player, you're completely right. Rodgers can make throws without using his legs. His arm talent is just that good. Um, so the Vikings, they just need to take away the easy reads uh, and make him think in the pocket, I think, is the big thing. Make him second-guess his reads. And if that initial read is wrong, I mean, the Vikings have a good chance of either getting pass rush uh, and hopefully sacking him or otherwise forcing him into throws he wouldn't otherwise make. Uh, I think it'll be a mix. I mean, the Packers might try to utilize personnel to force the Vikings into their base defense. I think that would be ideal for them um, to keep that extra defensive back off the field. But I think we'll probably see that big nickel package again that we saw a little bit last week where they had J. Ron Curse manning the slot. Um, they might try to get Georgia Loka in a little bit to do the same. Um, but I think that's kind of their happy medium of having a bigger player on the field who can protect against a run, um, but also having a little bit more speed and quickness and coverage to take away maybe a tight end like Jimmy Graham um, or more of a slot threat like Randall Cobb. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, go, go, John. What, this week of the Packers? Yeah. Was... What? what? <laughs> Trust me, we're playing week two at Lambeau Field. Everyone sucks week one through three. Rodgers sucks right now because he's not even sure if he's even going to play. Okay, just kidding. I'd rather just Rodgers on our team. But, um, you know, right now, I think if Rodgers doesn't play, it's, he doesn't want Anthony Barr to break his collarbone again. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I think Rodgers is going to play 100% this week. But I think our defensive line is going to be a little more than their offensive line can handle. And their sec- our secondary is a lot better than anything they've seen. So, I... I 
totally expect Rodgers to be on the run quite often this week. But I do have a gentleman next to me who's a Green Bay Packer fan who honestly thinks the Packers are going to beat the Vikings this week. I'm going to put him on the line here so you guys can hear him, all right? His the name's Dalton. <laughs> hey, Dalton, how are you? Fellas, how we doing? Very good, sir. How are you? Good. I just got the phone. Aaron Rodgers, he said, kiss the ring, bitch. <laughs> Does that belly button ring? That's right. He's got the he's got the belt flying around and everything. What's going on? Baby a ring. <laughs> <laughs> so guys right. did he bust his hymen again this week? He gets where he made that play? Nah man, it's a solid solid trick for the Vikings, man. It's all about setting it up. Is what are you good? setting up, man? We we're we're ready. We're setting up the win, man. We gotta get some revenge from last year. You know, Anthony Barr. Freaking prick! We don't necessarily like him too much around uh, around Title Town. So, we'll uh, we got some tricks up our sleeves. We're gonna take a probably thirty Percocets for the game for Aaron's knee. Hey, and, uh, see what happens. You know, yes, sir. It's, it's not Anthony Barr's fault that uh, Aaron Rodgers stopped drinking milk last year, <laughs> and, and therefore his bones are a little brittle. Hey, hey, that mustache has got to have plenty of milk in it from Danica Patrick, so. We'll figure it out. Well, Clay Matthews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so tell us how the Packers are going to beat us. Man, I tell you, I'm tired of this, this wannabe defense that uh, that you guys got going on over there. So I think Aaron's going to expose them quite a bit in the second half, kind of like setting up like the Bears did. We like to tickle a little bit, and we come through and pound it in the second half. So I feel like uh, Aaron's going to hit a lot of Randall Cobb again. Uh, Devontae Adams is probably going to have a breakout game uh, opposed to last week. And uh, hopefully can bust out the running game a little bit with Jamal uh, Williams. So, looking forward to that. How, do, how are you going to stop us? Yeah, I don't know. I hope it, hopefully it's going to be about, uh, what, a 40-plus 40, 40 point game. We just we just burn it out at the end. So, we'll see what happens. Hopefully hopefully Mason Crosby's on point late in the game and just uh, break your hearts. All righty. Yeah, it's to prove we are legitimately, legitimately in Green Bay. We actually had a Packer fan. So, Dalton, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Get him a beer. <laughs> Get him a beer. I got one sitting in front of me. Miller <laughs> uh, Light. <Lite>. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Skull Vikings. Go, Skull Vikings. That was Dalton, you know. Dalton, like Roadhouse. Dalton. Hey, why don't you take a look at the text message that sent you real quick with Dalton? You realize the hat he's wearing? <laughs> All right, let's get back to like the people who know what they're really talking about. What's going on, Jeff? What's going on, Scott? Glad you're back, GV. Yeah, it was nice getting Dalton in for a minute, but it's nice to hear a familiar voice once in a while. A real Viking fan, at least. <laughs> wait till he gets his pick. <laughs> yeah, wait till I make my pick this week. You guys <laughs> always love my picks. Y'all ought to quit smoking, I'll tell you that. <laughs> what? We'll see what happens. See yeah, what man. you find when you go out and have a smoke. See? I, I, I'm like a talent recruiter on this bitch. <laughs> well, I call that apparently we, we lost the bet. We, we, we figured GV would be good for like five, six beers. We stopped hitting on a Green Bay girl. We didn't know it would be a Green Bay guy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what the Green Bay, you know, it wouldn't take me five or six beers to hit on a Green Bay girl. Because you know what they do after one? Anything you want. Yeah, trust me. Trust me. Trust You're me. nothing around here. 
Take me with you. Take me with you. Truth is not. Go for it, sister. You know. Ain't no game in you know. Ain't no shame in this game, man. Bring it on, sister. No doubt about it. It should be. I'll I'll remember Dalton if it turns into this barn burner of a game with our wannabe defense. (laughs) It was a barn burner of a game with a wannabe defense. Thank Dalton. I will get I'll, I'll remember I'll be sending him this podcast when we're done. <laughs> Perfect. Right. GV, you definitely got to hook him up to so he can see us on uh, Facebook and uh, a few other sites where he can hear this show. I will. I'll send him links to where he can hear the shows and all that. So And, and he'll be famous. Yeah, he'll be <laughs> definitely famous in the, within the three-mile area of uh, Green Bay and Minneapolis this week. No doubt about it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Let's get into picks. All right. How'd the picks go last week, Bob? How was yours? I, I was close. I think I said 28-13, so I was right there. Okay, what was your upset last week, Bob? I, was, I lost. You you tied. I tied last week. I picked the Cleveland Browns. Who picks the Cleveland Browns? I got that and I even tied. Come on. Oh, it was a solid choice last yeah, week. In a, hurt, in, a, in a tropical huh? storm or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> hey, this is, this is a few days. We do this thing on Wednesday. It's going to happen on Sunday. If the Browns were going to win, they were going to do it in a shitstorm. <laughs> yeah, the real hurricane shitstorm was rolling yep. in there, you know. So, yeah, all right. Good. All right, Bob, what do you think is going to happen this week? Go ahead and let you go first, Bob. Oh, I have to go first again because I was closest? All right. No, because you always get to announce the show, so we'll let you go first. All right. All right, I'm going to go... 23-20 Vikings. Wow. All right. That seems legit. 23-20. Lines negative. You know, Green Bay by two and a half. So it's basically they're favoring us by half a point because Green Bay is at home. So. All right. What do you think of it, Jeff? You know, it's a tough one. It's Kirk Cousins' first start at Lambeau Field. Um, the Vikings will be coming in. We don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to be. I mean, you have to assume he's still going to be an above-average quarterback playing. I mean, winning at Lambeau Field's tough. These teams know each other really well. Um, uh, it really could go either way. It's going to be a close one, uh, and it, which when I say that, I mean it's going to be a blowout in either direction. But um, I'll, I'll go with the Vikings hesitantly, just because I don't want to be a homer. Um, but but I'll take it in a. Uh, a That's seven, my job. Yeah, uh, I'll take it in a seventeen fourteen affair with the Vikings winning near the end of the game. Vikings. All right, Pop, you got a you got a pick on this one? Oh, do I have to? <laughs> yeah, you do, Papa. Let's go, brother. All right. You know what? I'd I'd love to say the Vikings are going to win forty two to ten, but I know Zimmer is going to not want to score that many points. We're going to get ahead by about two touchdowns, and then he's just going to run the ball on first down, run the ball on second down, third down is going to try to throw a long pass. It's going to be incomplete. So I'll just have to dial it down a little bit. I'm going to say 31-13. 31-13? Yeah. Who, Green wow. Bay or Minnesota? For Minnesota, who do you think? What the f- <laughs> you guys are all smoking crack. My, trust me, Dalton, he said he's going to buy me a beer here. If, uh, cheese. All right. So what's going to happen here is Green Bay is going to whoop our ass this week. All right. <laughs> it's going to be like 42 to 27. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw for four TDs. He's going to stick it right up Barr's ass. John, I can give you $2 for a Bud Light. <laughs> I don't know if I drink right up. I, uh, I, I, that's that was rather conservative, John. I heard Dalton yelling in the back. He thought the Packers were going to win sixty-seven to negative five. Apparently, that's some <laughs> Green Bay math. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> 
<laughs> Dalton's, yeah, 67 to negative 5, Dalton's pick. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, yeah, so no, uh, honestly, I think the Packers, uh, I was come out in time, uh, uh, honestly, I, I really think they're going to beat us this week. It's, it's going to be a high-scoring game, too. I think it's going to be like 34 to like 32. But I think Green Bay is going to win it. We're going to come back, be coming back, and only get to the 32 with, with the total score just because it's at Lambeau Field. That's the only reason I believe that this week. You guys have any upsets this week you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, upset, upset pick of the week. Bob, you you're first you again. Bob, go, big shooter. Uh, no, 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 no. John, you get to go first. You're the closest. Then, then Papa, and then, then Jeff. Nope, nope. We asked you first, Bob, and, yep. you know, this is a show of the people. That's right. This is a show for the people by the people, bro. Go for it. All right. It's all you, man. Go. What do you have? Chiefs over the Steelers. Chiefs over the Steelers? The Patrick Mahomes is going to throw it all over the park in Pittsburgh, according to Viking Bob over there. What do you got, uh, Papa Scott? Book it. Golly, I'm going to take... I'm going to take the Panthers over Atlanta. A, that's a solid pick. I was eyeing that one up a little bit, so that one's off the board for me. So that means I uh, obviously have to go last after John now. So what what, what was your pick just got? Were you listening? I can barely hear obviously you. Obviously not. I picked the Panthers over the Falcons. Oh, God. I got the easy one here. I'm picking the Giants over Dallas. Dallas sucks. <laughs> fuck, fuck the Cowboys. Is Dalton a Dallas fan as well? No, he hates the Cowboys too. Every Perfect. Green Bay fan yeah, hates something. the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, that was more of a test at his real fanhood. Um, but just, just wanted to make sure he was a real fan and raised right as a Packers fan if there is such a thing. Um, <laughs> I'll relay that message after the show. Perfect. <laughs> he'll perfect, laugh. Perfect. He'll laugh. He's got a good sense of humor on him. Oh, so that leaves me yep. an upset pick. I'll, I i don't know who's favored in this game necessarily, but I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears over the Seattle Seahawks on Monday Night Football. Bears are favored by three. Well, that's not an upset, Ben, but I'm still picking <laughs> the Bears. So, <laughs> Rookie mistake. Yeah, come on, rookie. Yeah. I could go outrageous. I uh, I, I could see. Okay, I'll I'll switch it up. Ah. Watch. This won't be an up. This won't be an upset either. Probably. I will. Uh, no, this is a true upset. I'll go with the Buffalo Bills over the San Diego Chargers. Those cross country games early in the season can sometimes that's, get those West Coast teams. That's the, one of the biggest spreads of the week. Seven and a half. So Buffalo over the Chargers. Yeah, Josh Allen making his career start. <laughs> Josh yeah, Allen coming I, like you know uh, what's his name from. Uh, Toy Story. Woody? Yeah, Woody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the upset special. I don't feel confident in that pick at all, but that's the name of the game. Hey, brother, that's what we get to. We're we're throwing crap against the wall to see what sticks, man. Exactly. So so does Dalton bring his sister or a wife or just one girl? His cousin. Uh, hang on, they left that to go to the bathroom. Hand those buddies, so I don't know. There's only one stall in there, so I'm not sure what's that. It's all right, they're related. <laughs> and, and with that said, we should probably leave Dalton alone until at least Sunday. Yeah. When he's drinking too many Miller Lights because the Packers just lost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Agreed. Exactly. The line and Kugels be flowing like champagne in the arms. <laughs> no Zima? That's too rich for the. <laughs> 
<laughs> the wife drinks the Zima. I drink the leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. That's, yeah, good stuff. Nah, I, I think we have good picks this week there, Jeff. But I think the Buffalo one's yeah, a little bit quirky there. If they, I've never seen a worse offensive line in my entire life. So uh, if that one wins, that's like the upset of the century to me. I like living life on the edge. <laughs> I, I, that's your nickname, Cliffhanger. Yep, Cliffhanger. <laughs> 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 I can be called worse. <laughs> I, I have been called worse. <laughs> Just make sure no one calls you cousin there. <laughs> There's a lot of that going on around here, I'll tell you that. Uh, all right, gentlemen, let's wrap this thing up here. It's time to go home. Oh, it's a bar, so we don't have to go home, but you can't stay here, right? <laughs> I gotta drive, so I gotta go home. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, everyone, thank you for joining us. Skull Vikings, see you next week. Skull. I got a portion of the uniform. You got a what? A portion of the uniform. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>